everyone. Welcome to another episode of Transformation Talks. It is the month of February, which is the month of the National Institute for the Study of Transfer Students Annual Conference. We're so excited. I am here with Brandon Rodriguez, who is the producer of this podcast, one of the producers of this podcast, and also the Transfer Outreach Coordinator at Oregon Institute of Technology. He was at the conference. He was at hashtag NISTS 2022 live in St. Louis, Missouri. I was not able to make it. My flight never took off from D.C. because of the snowstorm. But he was there and he's going to report out to us some key takeaways, what, what he learned, what he observed at the conference, and maybe some hints about what to look forward to at the virtual conference that's coming up at the end of this month. So, Brandon, welcome. What do you got for us? Welcome to the Transfer Nation Videocasts and Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Dr. Heather Adams, Senior Program Manager of Transfer Initiatives at the Aspen Institute's College Excellence Program. Transfer Nation aims to create a network and community of educators who work with and advocate for transfer and post-traditional college students. Our mission is to build community, transform culture, and empower success for transfer educators and students by sharing resources and celebrating all things transfer. Thank you, Heather. I, I appreciate the intro. I, uh, I'm excited to be on here. My name is Brandon Rodriguez. Um, he, him pronouns. I, uh, I am the transfer outreach coordinator. Yeah. Here at Oregon Tech, like you said, and I, um, yeah, I am passionate about transfer work. I uh, was a transfer student. I was in the Florida system. I went to community college there and then transferred to a four years. So I understand and I'm I'm with transfer students and I fully love the work that I do. So I'm really excited that I get to kind of share my experience with NASTS. This is my first conference I ever went to. Uh, 2020 was NASTS, my very first conference. I found many people. So being able to be a part of NASTS 2022 and being there in person in St. Louis was really nice to, to be back with my people, with my transfer people. We really, really did miss you though, but oh. it was nice to be there. I missed you all so much. Oh my gosh. I was very, it was, it was rough around here. It was rough. Uh, I think, you know, I think both my husband and my dog also wish I had been able to go because all I do is talk about transfer and this is where the transfer peeps are. And my husband was finally, he was like, finally, you're going to be with the people who actually want to talk to you about this. Uh, I talk to them a lot about transfer, as you can imagine, Uh, but they, they, they love it. So, so Brandon, you were at the conference. Did you were you able to attend some some sessions? What did you what what was something that really stood out to you? What did you take away from your second experience at the NISTS conference? So to start off, I I remember the opening session with Dr. Bill Pink, and I remember that was such an impactful keynote, and I really loved hearing his perspective being working, you know, kind of being the, you know, president of the, I believe it's the community college system. And, yeah. So um, Dr. Pink was the keynote. Yeah. yeah. And he's the president of Grand Rapids Community College. He's actually in the transfer intensive, which is one of my projects that I work on for the Aspen Institute. And uh, he's incredible. Yeah. where the, he He's also gives really great 
quotes. I just know that sometimes I leave conversations with him with these ideas in my head and these really wonderful statements. And uh, I don't know if you left with any that resonated with you, but I'm sure he had many. Yeah, the, the, the analogies he used were amazing. I always love when people can, uh, people have that ability to, to, I don't know, make these analogies. And I, I always, whenever people make those and I, I always walk away with those. And then like, I love when he brought up the pursuit of happiness. That was that movie. I haven't seen it in so long. And I'm, and I'm actually so glad that I actually on the flight back from St. Louis back here to Portland, the movie was on uh, my flight. It was on. So I, I, re- I watched it again, which is, which is so cool. I was so excited that it was on there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So for those of us who weren't <laughs> there, like what was the, what was the premise that he, that he set up and there the analogy to that, to that film. So I remember uh, Will Smith's character in the movie, you know, he comes from kind of a, a low-income background. He, he has a son and he's really trying to make, uh, work hard to make ends meet and really doesn't, um, is kind of given a, I, I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't even say given a chance, but he goes to an interview. Yeah, he interviews really well and he gets this amazing job where he's making great money and he has, yeah, he just has a lot, a lot more opportunity to to, I guess, um, make money for his family and for himself. And so it kind of, the analogy was more like these, these are our students. Like our students are the ones who are, they're really like, especially the students we, we should be serving more, these students who um, are first gen, low income background, minoritized students, students of color who really like, who we really want to bring into higher education and are going to these community colleges and that we want to, um, help support them as they transition from a community college to a four-year. And so I think the analogy was more like, these are these are the types of students that we see. These are the types of students that we should be supporting. And, um, and so that was really powerful. And he also gave an analogy about the, I don't know if you if you heard the the billboard, he was talking about there's a, a billboard that he would drive past about this brand new outlet mall that was, was supposed to be open. And, and I guess he loves outlet mall shopping. And every time he would drive by, he'd always see it and be like, oh, one day I'll do that. One day I'll do that. And then one day, I guess he drove by and he told his wife that he wanted to go stop at the outlet mall, this billboard they saw. They finally got off the exit and went to the outlet mall and turns out it didn't exist. And they had built this billboard for this outlet mall, but never actually built the mall because they couldn't decide on whatever it was or plans or whatever it was. And so the analogy was, you know, sometimes our students don't have may only have one opportunity to get off the exit. Like the, you know what I'm saying? They may only have one opportunity to get an education. And when they get off the exit to get the education, it shouldn't be a false promise. And we should have people there to, to make it, to support them and to make it worth their while and to support them in their journey. So it was, it was great. Dr. Pink. Selling it like it is. I love that. Um, Okay. So other than the keynote and Dr. Pink's inspirational analogies, what else stood out to you? And also just so folks know who weren't able to make it, I do know that NASTS recorded that session with Dr. Pink and it will be on their YouTube page. So be patient. I'm sure they're editing it and it'll be up soonish. But what else stood out to you, Brandon? I know for me personally, I was able to attend... Jackie Dewar from UC San Diego, I was able to attend her virtual, uh, creating a virtual ally training, which I thought was really great. And it's something that she's created um, that I think is a way to engage faculty and staff and really 
figuring out a way to how do we educate them on transfer and how do we also incentivize them to be a part of this training. And so she developed this training in Canvas, which a lot of our, a lot of the faculty there already use. And so what I loved about that was that I think sometimes it's hard to get um, faculty and staff to do a training. And this was something that they could do on their own time that they could do. It was kind of self-paced, but it was a good way for, uh, I think for her to build kind of a community of transfer advocates because once they finished the training, they got these, these virtual stickers they could put on their signature um, to kind of you know signal that you know they're transfer friendly and they've gone through this training, they're they're a, a transfer ally. And so I thought that was a really cool, cool way to incentivize um, faculty and staff to do a training on how to one, on like what's available for transfer students there, how to support transfer students and really like build a transfer community of faculty and staff that, and for them all to come together and have that training experience and hopefully create more collaborative goals and outcomes and other assessment strategies as a, as a group. So it was, it was great. And it was something that like for me that I would love to create, um, where I'm at because I think sometimes training uh, or transfer can live just within one person or one department on campus, but not everyone knows about the work, the lovely work that we do. And so this was a great way to have kind of a self-paced training for to have more transfer allies at the institution. And what a great way to have like a sticker or something or some swag that says that you're a transfer ally and that you support transfer students and you're transfer friendly. And so that was a really cool session that we had with uh, with Jackie and she's she's amazing. She's amazing and she's been on our <laughs> podcast. So we'll make sure to put yeah. that link in the show notes for folks. She's actually gonna come back to the podcast and do an episode just on transfer advocacy trainings. And I'll be sure to post a couple of other links in the show notes because there are some folks across the country who are doing excellent trainings. What I love about Jackie's is the online accessibility of it because faculty, let's face it, they are busy and often sometimes they're doing the volunteer work um, on the side. It's not part necessarily of their, of their faculty duties. And so it's an extra thing on top of all of the other things that they're doing. And so to make it accessible like that so that you can really build this community of transfer change agents that are there to, to buoy up that support net for transfers is, is excellent. Oh, I'm so glad you yeah. got to hear that one. <laughs> Any other key takeaways before we uh, sign off for the day and, and think forward about uh, the virtual conference that's coming up? Yeah, I mean, I think that the um, another conversation I really enjoyed was I loved, and this is kind of a preview for what we're going to have in the podcast was the the panel with the the transfer student ambassadors. So that was really great. That was on the final day of the conference that morning. I had the lovely pleasure of introducing Christy Johnson, who works at Spelman. She got to kind of interview and, and kind of talk to our our transfer student ambassadors for NISTS, and so we had four amazing students. Three, I think, were from the California system. So California was definitely represented there, which was, but it was great to hear all of their perspectives and their stories were so impactful and amazing. And I just, um, sometimes when I'm listening to their, to, to them talk, I think about back when I was a transfer student, how I would have, I don't even imagine being able to articulate my, my story in a way that um, could translate to, to work that transfer professionals get to do and to 
thing to be able to to say it in a way that would be, um, I guess, useful for transfer professionals. But they were they did it in such an elo- eloquent and beautiful and meaningful, impactful way. And so I'm excited that we get to have them on the podcast because I think their individual stories are so important to what we do as transfer professionals. And I and I think if people were there, I think they heard that and. I, uh, yeah, I'm excited for people to hear more about, Ooh, about I'm excited to, yeah, I'm excited to hear them. So th- yeah, we're going to interview them for, I think probably next month. So pretty mm-hmm. quick, pretty soon. Um, and we'll definitely make sure to get some of that, some of their student journey in there, uh, in the interview. So we can really hear, cause I, it, s- it sounded like there were some really unique, uh, backgrounds from some of the students. So I, I can't wait to get to know them. Uh, also, I heard that maybe the happy hour went pretty well. <laughs> I got a FaceTime call from some people yeah. who might or might not have been doing tequila shots. I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> no, the, 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 the transfer nation after hours foray was such a success and it was amazing. And we had such a great time. And as, as some of people may listen to me know who were there, you know, of course the conference was a little more intimate um, this year than it has been in the past. Of course, COVID kind of affected that travel, less funding for travel, that sort of thing. So of course it was, you know, less people. So, but we had, I mean, I would probably say almost half a, half a conference there at the, at the happy hour. And so we had it at a, at this rooftop bar called 360 in downtown St. Louis, which um, I'm excited. Uh, we're gonna say, I mean, NASDS is going to be there again in two years. So I'm excited to go back to the rooftop, you know, if we're in downtown St. Louis again. But it was such a great time to connect with people. And yeah, it was it was great. It, the timing worked out great because we had the director's reception uh, that Thursday. So people were having some cocktails already that evening it just kind of transitioned right into the after hours so it was really great to to see some amazing transfer people and it's so and I think from a from a new professional standpoint like it was so great to see these people who were presidents and provosts and and uh you know directors and see them just kind of let loose and just have a great time and you know it was it was such a good it was such a good time to connect with transfer people and so that was uh those are memories I will never forget. And then, and then I don't think we ever talked about this, but Friday, a few people stayed until Saturday to leave St. Louis, and we ended up all uh, we ended up all finding each other at this uh, the gay bar called Club Rehab in in St. Louis in the Grove, and so that was a cool experience. We got to go to see a drag show and have more cocktails and drinks. So that was so great. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so cool! I love that. Oh, I love it. Well, now you're, you know, all the great spots. So when we go in two years, uh, they'll know us and we'll know them. They know the transfer folks like to party and we'll have lots of after hour soirees. I love that. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But don't fret for those who are going to the virtual conference. We are going to have an after hour soiree on that. It'll be on zoom. So, you know, it won't be a rooftop view of St. Louis, Missouri, but it will be, um, it will be fun nonetheless. And we're also doing one of our conversations on transfer centers. So we'll make sure to post that in the show notes. And of course, on our social media, but Brandon, to round us out for this session, what, what are you looking forward to for the virtual conference? Have you looked at some sessions for the virtual conference? Are there things we should be looking out for in your eyes? 
Well, I know for the um, for the virtual conference, I'm excited for. Well, I know there's going to be some similar presentations to what was in the in person, but I'm excited to. Yeah, I'm so excited to engage with a lot more people. There's going to be, I think, a ton more people that are going to be in the virtual conference. So it'll be really exciting to connect with with everyone. I think that. Um, I think that the in-person conference was more regional. We had a lot, a lot of Midwesterners, so this will kind of hopefully expand, and we'll see a lot more West Coasters, maybe some East Coasters there. I know a lot of people got stuck in the snow, which uh, which made for a great in-person conference because we all kind of got, you know, we all were kind of stuck in the hotel, which we, which we had, a, you know, so we had a great time. But I'm excited for the virtual conference to bring some different people into the mix and really have some engaging conversations. But I. I'm excited for the virtual one, and also I wanted to mention the closing remarks of the in-person of the in-person conference. Rachel Fulton from uh, I think it was Wright State University. She did some amazing closing remarks and used um, the movie Encanto, which I don't know if anyone has heard of the movie Encanto, but it's such an iconic movie right now, and and it was such a great way to close out. And we had kind of a kind of a, a workshop where we all got to leave with some concrete ideas that we wanted to start and implement the moment we got back to our institution. So I wanted to shout out Rachel and the amazing presentation with Encanto. I am a Disney lover. I used to work there. I'm from Orlando, so I have to always like shout out when people use Disney references in their presentation. I hope that one day I can, uh, I can, I can do the same. Who knows? But uh, but yeah, I wanted to shout that out as closing remarks. And who knows? Maybe uh, maybe we'll, she'll also do the same for the virtual conference. That was well, I too. sure hope so. I am looking forward to it. I can't wait. So if you are listening to this uh, um, early in, in February, you still have time to register. We'll put the link in, in the show notes and we'll make sure that you have access to it because uh, it's really, they're going to have so many sessions, many of the sessions that were there in person, as uh, Brandon just said, and then some that weren't. So it's really, it's really worth it. There's, there are really a ton of presentations and some really incredible uh, institutions that are doing innovative work that are going to be there presenting about it. So if you can't uh, tune in or if you couldn't tune in last week in person, please tune in virtually. We will see you there. We will both be there. And Brandon, thank you so much for coming and chatting with me about your experience. I felt like I was there. It helped me feel calmer about not actually getting to be there. I got to live vicariously through your experience. So thank you. Yeah, of course. I'm, I was so happy to be there and I'm happy to have shared my experience here with you all and looking forward to the virtual conference. And the next year, we'll be in Portland in my backyard. So excited for that. That's the way. I love it. All right, y'all, that's it for this episode. But we hope you tune in for our next episodes. And until then, we leave you in transfer pride. Thank you so much for listening. To continue the transfer conversation, be sure to join the Transfer Nation Facebook group at tinyurl.com slash wearetransfernation. You can also follow us on Instagram at wearetransfernation and on Twitter at transferpride. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at tinyurl.com slash tnationtube. If you have ideas for future episodes of the Transformation videocast and podcast, please email us at wearetransfernation at gmail.com. We can't wait to continue celebrating all things transfer with you. And as always, in Transfer Pride.